2: This is TalkSport Daily.
0: Happy Sunday, everyone, and welcome to another TalkSport Daily podcast. I'm your host, John Jackson, and there's only one place we can start, really. As Manchester City moved one step closer to the Premier League title, Norwich won another football match, and Philip Coutinho capped off a dream debut with a late equaliser for Aston Villa against Manchester United. It was all part of game day across the TalkSport network.
2: Saturday isn't Saturday unless it's game day. De Bruyne down the left, he's got the wrong side of Conte. He's shrugged him aside, he's moved to the edge of the D. A right-footed drive into the corner. What a glorious goal from Kevin De Bruyne. The full-time whistle goes. It's finished at the Etihad. Manchester City 1, Chelsea 0. Newcastle United 1, Watford 0. We said at the end of the first half, Newcastle had to get Alanson Maximan involved. He's burst into the box. Everyone thought he was going to cross. He moved it onto his right foot and he hammered it into the bottom corner past Ben Foster. Sergeant outside of him drives it near post. Home goal! Turned into his own net by Michael Keane. It is Newcastle 1, Watford 1. The goal has been coming and it comes with just three minutes remaining. Arriving late with the header, it was Joao Pedro Rolls it into Ida inside the area. He's made it two. Oh, what a start for Norwich City. Walls 3 Southampton 1 and that should do it now in the first minute of six added on at the end of this game and the goal scorer is Adama Traore
0: collected by Coutinho into the edge of the box Ramsey with a low cross a great chance it in it's Philip Coutinho who has equalized in front of the whole ten you cannot ride this As I mentioned before, Manchester City went 13 points clear of Chelsea with a 1-0 win at the Etihad in TalkSport's lunchtime offering to surely move within touching distance of yet another top-flight title. We'll hear from the City boss Pep Guardiola, Chelsea manager Thomas Tuchel and the former City winger Trevor Sinclair, who've all been discussing what it means for the Premier League title race.
2: The full time whistle goes... Only twice in top-flight history, dating back 130 years or more, have a team won 11 or more games in succession and not gone on to win the title. City have just won a 12. We
3: won 12 games in a row so far, so it's because the application is every day. So, but today the opponent was massive. So, I have a lot of respect from Chelsea for how good they are. But in the last, two, in these two games in this season... We were fantastic It's always difficult It's very difficult They are the best team In, in Premier League At the moment There's no doubt It is an over
2: But unless Liverpool Can raise themselves It soon will be
3: You know in January, No one is, is Champion So It's a big
2: gap though
3: Yeah we were for zero In Leicester Here half time And after 20 minutes For three So it's over When it's over and in February and January, is not all. If he wins the title this year, and there is every chance that he will now,
2: it will be the 10th league title of his managerial career that has spanned just 13 seasons. Wow. 13 seasons a manager, and out of them 13 seasons, you've won the title in the country that you're playing in 10 times. I said, I said this earlier, he just needs a few more Champions Leagues, and for me, he'd be the best manager ever. The gap's 13 points now to mm-hmm. Manchester City. Oh. Are they uncatchable? Yeah, if they keep on winning every every single game, if they keep on winning games like this, which is maybe more a draw than a, than a win for them, if they keep on winning like games like in Arsenal, which is maybe even more a loss than a win, then it's getting uh, impossible, of course, because they are far ahead. I think it certainly distinguishes any challenge from Chelsea for the rest of the season. With Liverpool, you'd like to think that they'll... Uh continue to get results it's eight points to Liverpool if they win their game in hand Mm, if look I mean with respect to to Brentford and Palace Liverpool if they are to win wanting to win the title you've got to win those games and then the big boys are are, are kind of back so if you can't win those games then yes it'll it'll be done and dusted everyone's chasing second right now Manchester City have a 13 point lead at the top of the Premier League thanks to a second victory of the season over Chelsea a victory given to them by a former Chelsea player, Kevin De Brunner. Elsewhere, the pressure's
0: really mounting on already under fire Everton manager Rafael Benitez. They lost 2-1 at struggling Norwich in TalkSport 2's live Premier League commentary. That result led to the Everton board calling an emergency meeting last night to discuss his future as the club's manager. Shortly, we'll hear from Benitez himself, but here's the former Arsenal winger Perry Groves and the best of the reaction from Game Day Your Verdict over on TalkSport. TalkSport the full-time whistle goes and Norwich have won
2: they've beaten Everton by two goals to one Everton were absolutely shocking in the first half I think Benitez is a busted flush to be honest I think
3: he's gone and disappointed for everyone disappointed for the fans because they were coming from a long journey to support the team and it's a pity but uh, it's uh, what we have Uh, our own mistakes uh, cost us the game
0: Rafa Benitez meantime disappears down the tunnel as the banner is held up opposite us from the travelling supporters saying Benitez get out of our club will he be asked to get out after this performance because Everton once again have been poor
3: I think that as a professional I have enough experience to know that uh, what we are trying to do is to improve things for the present and for the future. So we are coming here to fix uh, issues that maybe are coming from the last years, not just the last five months.
2: Rafa Benitez is not doing his job properly. He's He's made no change to the personnel. He's made no change to the system. Is it a sign of insanity to keep doing the same thing over and over and over again?
0: You're fully confident that this is going to get uh, turned around the right way then?
3: You have uh, the full squad, you could see the team in the second half, it's much better.
2: You've got talented players in there and he's not getting the best out of that, that bunch of talented players that he has. He didn't do anything at half-time. He didn't make a uh, positional change, he didn't make uh, personnel change, he did nothing. Was there a temptation to
0: make the changes at half-time rather than once you were into the second half, to change things we, around?
3: We know how uh, the players train and how fit they are, so and to put them on the pitch uh, five, ten minutes uh, before or after, it's just giving confidence to the other, the other players to see if they could change uh, things.
2: This is the eighth away game, Dan, that they've conceded first. So they haven't won, I think they've drawn uh, two lost six away from home. That's not good enough for... Everton Football Club. The banners back up opposite us in the south stand saying, Benitez, get out of our club.
1: Talksport sources understand that Everton could sack manager Rafa Benitez tonight. That's after that 2-1 defeat to Norwich. We understand that the board are meeting to to discuss it. Very, very poor from Everton today. And how long can you go on? You know, Everton need to make a change. Benitez isn't the man that's going to take Everton where they need to go. And no offence to Norwich because they deserve credit from today if you're losing to Norwich, I think as a manager, you need to be getting a sack.
2: Under this manager, the tactics are terrible. You know, you watch the game and he doesn't change anything. The fans hated watching the football. It was just pathetic. There was no... It just didn't look like there was any tactics behind anything. It was just terrible. This group of Everton players and management set up... the worst I've seen since I started supporting the club 25, 26 years ago. Probably the worst manager Machiri's had by a mile. If we replayed this season in the championship, there's no chance we would make the playoffs for this group of players and this manager. We're not going to challenge anything. We're, not, we're, we're nowhere near that top 10 forgettable
1: the top six let's speak to the daily mail's northern football correspondent dominic king how you doing dom
2: i'm very well faye how are you
1: very good thank you interesting movements going on on up on the merseyside what's the latest
2: it's a desperate situation it's it's bigger than it's bigger than the removal of uh, of another manager it's it's five years of, of, of mismanagement it's five years of bad decision after bad decision it is just Really, really bad. Every week is bad. For
1: Everton to go there today and lose, I think that's a tackleable defence on its own. Never mind all the other bad results.
2: Anybody who doesn't think they're in a relegation um, needs to needs to have a long, hard look at the the facts of what we've seen over the last three or four months. They are right, right in trouble. <laughs>
0: Moving on to the Championship and Alexander Mitrovic scored his 27th goal of the season as Fulham thrashed Bristol City 6-2. That's just days after beating Reading 7-0. Here's his teammates Tom Kearney and Niskins Cabano, and manager Marco Silva who still believes, unbelievably, he can get better. Fulham 5 Bristol City 2, Adrian this man is unplayable it's a hat trick for Alexander Mitrovic
3: when you have a striker that is scoring so many goals of course um, many people think that he's already on his maximum and I believe isn't he has many things to keep improving the key to it is him, it's his mentality he just loves scoring
2: goals, he lives for scoring goals he puts his body and puts his head in where, places where it hurts and other people don't do it and he's got just a natural instinct for hitting the back of the net. So there's no secret to it
3: for him. And he and he works hard on and off the pitch. He knows what 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 means that. He will do because I will demand from him as well. Uh, but of course, I'm really pleased, and he has to be really happy with the with the performance this afternoon again.
2: Look, he's so 27 goals in 24 games, something stupid like that.
3: So um, touch what he stays fit, and he could he could score a lot more. He's got a lot of abilities, and uh, we just try to to use him uh, as much as we can. And uh, so far, it's. Uh, very good for us because he's scoring and assisting a lot so we're
0: happy with that Mitrovic has 27 this season and Fulham have a two point lead at the top of the championship table and we end today's show by discussing the postponed North London derby. Today's game between Arsenal and Spurs was called off due to a lack of available players in the Arsenal squad. Adrian Clark and Ray Parler both played for the Gunners and we'll also hear from former Spurs striker and Arsenal fan Darren Bent. They've all been having their say on talk sports. Well, we normally start with the team news. We're going to start with the big news, and that is that the game is off. North
2: London Derby is off. 22 games have been called off aid. So why suddenly uh, everyone's jumping on a bandwagon with, with Arsenal? They're trying to use a system like every other club have used. Whether it's right or wrong... Is, is another matter.
0: It doesn't feel right to me at
1: all, but, but I don't blame Arsenal here. I blame the rules. I think that the rules are wrong. The Premier League rules do state this the players listed on the cl- club's squad list who are still available to play in the match, including. Appropriately experienced under-21 players. So what's appropriately experienced? Well, mm. it's players who have played for the club, another Premier League or EFL club or an overseas club, in the current season. Right. However, okay. they say any under-21 player who participates in a club's FA Cup Round 3 match Doesn't and count. hasn't played in any other first-team <laughs> experience for the club will not be considered.
2: Obviously, the Premier League have really got to look at this a lot more closer and get a, an even feel with every, every club. Because at the moment, other clubs are getting away with certain things and, and, and other clubs are, are not. And, and that's the big problem they've got. These clubs have got
0: 50 or 60 professionals, some of them. Um, at least 30 of them are, are fairly high-profile, experienced players. And if you're a professional footballer, I think you, you should qualify to be eligible to play from the outside to a neutral this looks like arsenal for some reason running scared of spurs that's not a
1: good look either is it when you're adding in injuries and you're adding in international duty some of that has to be factored in as are you trying to bend the rules to your advantage Mm. and i think these this guidance from the premier league it's still pretty weak pre-pandemic
0: how many times can you remember a match being called off because a club couldn't put out a team i just i I struggle to ever remember it. It must have happened, but I can't recall it. So it's it's, it's clubs using this situation to get out of matches.
1: Granite Jackers red card, well, that's self-inflicted. Yeah. They've sent players out on loan. Balogun, Ainsley, Maitland, Niles, they've gone yep. out on loan. These are all issues they've brought upon themselves.
0: As I said, the Premier League put out a kind of protocol where we all know, absolutely everybody, yep. what the ramifications are for COVID players, injured players, and this is what happens if you've got so many and if you've got if you've got less than that I don't care if you've got a call up under 23s under 18s and that's what you've got to do if the Premier League are not going to enforce this then what do they expect? So that's it for another TalkSport Daily Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Wherever you choose to listen to your podcast, of course, my priority would be to listen on the TalkSport app, which is a free download from the App Store or the Google Play Store. But it's up to you. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe if you haven't already. There'll be another one of these TalkSport Daily Podcasts out first thing in the morning. So do what you can to get it. But until then, stay safe, everyone. Stay safe.
2: That was a podcast from TalkSport.
1: Making work make sense. LinkedIn knows how.